Dad Podcast. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Section 5 Podcast. We're back for Episode 3, and we were thinking some of you might be asking... Who the hell are these guys? Uh, We're moving out of the dog days, but there's still a little bit of time before training camp, so we figured uh, it's a good little while here, a good time to dive in a little bit and uh, let you know who you're listening to. Uh, We have some random questions ready to go in rapid-fire fashion, covering the Celtics, basketball, and other topics. It might go off the rails a little bit, but we'll have some fun doing it, and hopefully you'll leave this episode having a better feeling of uh, just who the Section uh, Section 5 crew is and who you're listening to. Um, before we jump into that, uh, let me tell you how you can find us. The podcast is available on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. Uh, please subscribe, rate, review. Um, you can also find us on Google Play, Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and the Full Press Coverage app. Uh, shout out to our friend Ian for setting us up on that. Uh, thank you, Ian. Uh, you can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram, at uh, Section5, uh, and, uh, and like us on Facebook. Uh, so now that we have all of that out of the way... Uh, who the hell are these guys? Uh, it's, uh, we're, we're not going to do a, a formal intro as we kind of did that in the first episode. Uh, so we're just going to dive right into the questions. Uh, I think the uh, uh, one of the biggest ones that tells everyone who you are as a, as a Celtics fan is uh, is your favorite player uh, on the Celtics. Any era, now, past, whatever. Uh, so uh, let's uh, let's just start with uh, with Gary. Who's your favorite Celtic? So there's a ton to choose for him. Um, and probably show your age a little bit, depending on the player you choose. But even though this player was only here for about five years, um, for me, it, it's Kevin Garnett. It's KG. Um, I remember the first time, well, I remember when KG got uh, traded to the Celtics. And it was actually a good birthday for Adam. Yep. Um, I remember that commercial that came out when it's like the first time, you know, you found out about KG. And like, that's how I felt. And the first time I came to the Garden in the Big Three era, like, it was like watching a different team, being in a different arena. Like, the energy, the excitement, like, you know, Paul Pierce is the most beloved, I would say, but KG changed the culture. And when he would come to that, you know, to the baseline and pump his chest and, like, the whole Garden would go crazy, it was like he had the crowd in the palm of his hand. And um, KG kind of just kicked off the new era of Celtics basketball for me um, and and... It was the first real contender. Yeah, yeah, life. like it was like wow, like this is what it feels like to like be a Celtics fan at any other. Yeah, age. exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, um, you know, tons to choose from. You know, Reggie Reggie Lewis pulls out the strings, and you know, sure. uh, Bird. You know, uh, Paul Pierce, but but for me, Kevin Garnett. Yeah, and uh, you mentioned the first time you went into the Garden uh, in the Big Three era. I was in college at the time, so I was uh, I was down in Rhode Island, so I didn't get up for a lot of games. The first game I went to in the Big Three era, they beat the Knicks by fifty. Nice. Um, yeah, they were blowing out everybody yeah. at home, and it was—I think it was just when games started going into HD. But right. they were blowing out everybody at home to the point, like when you turned on a Celtics home game, it was never even a game. Like right. that was, yeah, was that season was, 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 was great. It was a special season for sure. Uh, Trey, what about you? So my fun, my favorite Celtics player, Paul Pierce, um, easily. I started watching Celtics back in like. 01, 02. Okay. So, for me, watching him, Antoine Walker, go up against the Nets, playoffs, and they lost, you know, 
Those are starting to piss me off a little bit. Those were some fun series. Um, oh. And then fast forward all the way to that championship. That was a great moment. Um, but as far as being a clutch player, uh, Paul Pierce is the most clutch player that I've ever watched, you know, right. for so many games, season after season. So I'm going with Paul Pierce as my yeah. favorite Celtic. There you go. Um, I easily got him over D-Wade. If you got to take you. the last shot. I'm with you. I'm taking Paul Pierce over D-Wade. I care what nobody go. says. Yeah. Uh, Adam, what about you? Yeah, so I'm going to go with the uh, the Celtic that was the first Celtic that I actually started cheering for, which was back in the early 90s. Never loved. Reggie Lewis, man. Like, you know, when I first started watching the Seas, it was when, you know, the original Big Three era was just, you know, a, a shell of itself. So, you know, through my dad's guidance, he told me to, to watch this guy, Lewis, and, you know, just fell in love with his game. And, you know, too bad that, you know, the outcome happened as it did, but... Like G said, like we all said, like there's so many great Celtics that we've seen. Well, not that we've seen, but in the Celtic past. <laughs> right. But, I mean, I, I got to say it's Reggie. Yeah. Mine is, uh, a, I think, a great Celtic. Uh, he is in the Basketball Hall of Fame. He was the man during my formative years. I love Dino heard? Raja. I'm a Dino Raja Dino. fan. The team was so, so bad. But he kind of just came out of nowhere because he was drafted like five years before he came over. Uh, and was one of the better players on the court in just about every game he played. Like he yeah. just fit yeah. that era. He was that, that fantastic. Eighteen foot baseline jumper. Yeah. Yep. Just, number forty. Never hit number the forty. Rim. Absolutely number forty. And uh, he is probably the the worst rated player I've ever seen in a video game because in the second <laughs> NBA Jam they made him a little point guard who can't dunk and was the best three point shooter in the game. Dino never hit a three in his career. Was like, it him and D- Dominique Wilkins or something? Yeah, or I D think Brown? It, was, it was Wilkins and Brown. It was the one where you could switch out a couple okay. of guys. But I think it was D Brown and it might have been Wilkins too. Yeah. So uh, I'm a Dino guy. Still looking for um, a, a D. Uh, Still looking for a Dino Rajic jersey. Can't find one on eBay that doesn't look like dog shit. So I'm in the market. So hit me up if you got one that uh, that will fit a fat guy. Um, <laughs> now, on the other side of that, worst Celtics player. I have one who immediately came to mind. And when I was, I don't know, 10 years old, for some reason, well, not for some reason, he was pretty bad. I hated Al Abdul Nabi. <laughs> 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 um, there's really not much more. Al Abdul Nabi, the best basketball player to ever come out of Egypt, maybe. Probably best Celtic to come out of Egypt, but yeah. uh, what about what about you, Adam? Um, I'm gonna have to go with uh, never nervous Curvis Ellison. <laughs> <laughs> I remember uh, watching him. Like he I was think the piece. He was one of our prized signings. I think back when in the Todd Day era, like, he came the same that, year as Dominique. I think. Yeah, they and, signed him in and my like last week. My lasting memory of Curvis Ellison is. Getting in a little scrum with Kirk Thomas, and Kirk Thomas just blasted him in the face. <laughs> that's the last time I remember seeing Purvis Ellison. Something, something we've all wanted to do from time to time. Uh, Trey, what do you got? So there's a few names. like There's Gabe Pruitt. <laughs> yeah, Joe Forte. Yeah, Joe Forte is a good Brent's one. I think I'm going to go with Jawan Johnson. Just because he's the type of of um, he had the type of stature that GM started to gravitate towards. Uh-huh. He was six nine, you know that combo forward. Can he be like KD type? You know, so GM started picking guys like that. And 
I wasn't a fan of it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we still, yeah, there were some bad ones throughout the years, man. Like, I hated Travis Knight. He was just so overpaid. Uh, but for me, it got to be, I think for me it's uh, Vaughn Wafer. Uh, <laughs> like, the, the, I don't know, man. Yes, like Vaughn Wafer coming in, dunking, missing the dunk. Flexing, flexing to the crowd, and then I think he like bumps into like the, the whoever got the offensive rebound, like call, like called a travel. Like, it was it was a mess. Uh, but yeah, I think Von Wafer was was pretty terrible. Um, and uh, who knows where he is today? Uh, who cares? <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. probably overseas somewhere. Or, probably. Or who, who knows? But probably yeah, Von, Von Wafer. Yeah. All right. Uh, so. Uh, Jumping from Celtics players to uh, maybe non-Celtics players, we all got players across the league that we like. Who's who's your favorite player who uh, who never played for the Celtics? Uh, Trey, let's start with you. So for me, it was Allen Iverson. Yeah. Like I said, I started watching back in like 01, 02 time. It's a good one. And that was when Allen Iverson was at the top of his career, um, like made it to the finals eventually. So right. Allen Iverson, definitely my favorite player. Allen Iverson is one of the most important players to ever play in the NBA. Because when Allen Iverson came in, he had the braids. He was the first one to have the tattoos. He crossed up Michael Jordan. Like He was like our era sort of dude we looked up to that was kind of like the dude who was always his name getting name dropped in, in rap lyrics. You know, right. He had those questions that were sick. Like Everybody was wearing number three. I still have a couple of pairs of those. Um, yeah, Allen Iverson was was a culture changer in the NBA. He was, for sure. Uh, my favorite non-Celtic actually was a teammate of Iverson for a short time early in their careers. I was a Jerry Stackhouse guy. Mm, uh, I loved Stack. Stackhouse when he came out. Uh, when he was with the Sixers, I was probably 11 or 12 when he got drafted. And... Uh, I have uh, I had a shoebox with about 200 different Stackhouse cards in it. All of his rookie cards, you name it. Mostly Sixers, a couple of Pistons, and then that kind of faded away. But, uh, yeah, Stackhouse was my guy, and now he's coaching at Vandy. So if he can win some games at Vandy, like, that's the fast track to any job you want. Uh, Adam, what about you? Yeah, I mean, mid-'90s, man, it's Michael Jordan. That's You like Mike, always was a Mike fan. How I hated the Pacers, the Knicks, all these teams that the Celtics didn't play in my play in the playoffs when I was <laughs> right. watching. So, gotta gotta be Mike. Yeah, okay. what, rooting against Mike had to be like, like Brady now. Like, it's will so you just will you just go? Will yeah. you just leave and retire? And <laughs> you gotta know that's it. Like, like you get all the calls, and you know we know how this is gonna end. Like, I I respect the hell out of Jordan, but. I just couldn't wait for him to retire <laughs> right. so somebody else have a chance. Partially because my team, my guy was was Penny Hardaway, mm-hmm. always. Uh, I was the biggest Penny Hardaway fan, man. Like he was the first kind of like six six six. Well, yeah, Magic, but yeah. that that point guard that was just had the handles. He had the hops, you know. The, the, those '90s Magic teams with Nick Anderson and Dennis Scott, Shaq, uh, Horace Grant, like. Those are my teams. Brian Hill is the coach. Like I remember those days, man. And uh, it went like two years without losing a home game. Yeah, it was it was Penny Hardaway all day. Um, and to this day, I remember when um, when I I got you know a certain amount of money to go school shopping, and I was supposed to go to like J City and Mattapan Square and like get like the 
the outfits that are like the whole outfit comes for like ten bucks. And the only thing I came home with was my Penny Hardaway jersey. And my mom was ready to like kill me. Um, <laughs> well, so I wore it. I think I might have wore it every it was like I might have wore it like every day for like the first week of school. Well I you had no other clothes. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that that's how much I like Penny Hardaway. So you have a ton of Jordan cards, like I had a ton of Penny Hardaway cards. Yeah. Like you couldn't tell me he wasn't gonna go down as like one of the greats. One of the greats. Right. And without injury he might have. So Yeah, it's like yeah. him and him and Grant Hill really or those two guys who mm-hmm. would have been great if uh, if not for injury, and uh, both ended up on the Suns eventually. Right. So yeah. uh, weird little best um, training staff in the league. <laughs> Maybe yeah. <laughs> Back then, I mean, with Brady too. When they um, were there, yeah. Um, right. Uh, all right. So uh, jumping from uh, from favorites to uh, you know people you you've met out and about. I mean, we're in the city. It's a it's a fairly small city, at least geographically. Uh, we've all bumped into these guys. Who's uh, who's the most famous Celtic you met, uh, Gary? I know you have a, a bunch from season yeah. ticket events. And yeah, like season ticket events. Just kind of being around the city. Uh, I met Doc Rivers when he first got hired as coach in '04. Like kind of walking by the Commons. You know, I think I shouted out to him like, you know, we expect greatness, Doc, or something like that. And he just gave me the thumbs up. Uh, met. We've all kind of met Scal probably. Uh, Scal. I used to see Scal every. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but but for me, like right after Jason Tatum got drafted, I met him at a new edition concert of all things on City Hall Plaza like two years ago. Excellent. Uh, and he was with Walter McCarty, and I was backstage. That's a whole another story. And uh, <laughs> kind of flagged Walter, wanted to meet Tatum, was able to take a picture with him, and it just sucks because he's so much taller than me that I really can't post a picture on any of my profiles or anything because it kind of cuts my head off. <laughs> so you only see, you see J, you see Tatum giving like the peace sign or something like that with some dude's hat sticking up. Um, and that's me. But, I know that hat. But he, but he was a cool dude. He was humble. Um, and even then I'm like, yo, JT, like this could be your city, man. This could be your team. So that was cool meeting Jason okay. King. Right, uh, Adam, what about you? Um... You know, I, I did meet Robert Williams at a at, after the game at a season ticket event. Um, I mean, it, it didn't really look like, it looked like he uh, he was the rookie that they sent out to, um, to meet the fans basically after a game when no one else wanted to do it. <laughs> but um, but actually, the probably the most famous Celtic I've met was another guy that we've all seen around is Cedric Maxwell. Um, seen him on the train a couple yeah, of times. Seen him around. Yeah, before after games, and no one even knows who he is, which is sad. Kind yeah, of for yeah. Boston for a guy that was they, MVP of the finals. Well, they look like they didn't tell Robert Williams them. until like after he got out the shower. <laughs> like, yo, like you're supposed to be out there like doing a meet and greet, and he like ran out there real quick and like just took a bunch of pictures. Yeah, yeah, nice. Uh, Trey, what about you? We've seen some pictures pop up in the group chat. So. Yep. So um, at work, I've met um, Gordon Hayward's come to work. Aaron Baines, Jalen Brown. So I got to take the pictures with a couple. Nice. Um, I'm not going to tell anybody where I work. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, good call. Good that, call. Don't, don't do that. that. <laughs> but yeah, uh, just um, last Friday, this past Friday, Danny Ainge came to work. Cool. You got Chipotle? No, Anna's. like, hey, nice hat. I had on a Celtics hat at work, so he told me nice hat. Awesome. But um, outside of that, Leon Poe at the Celtics draft party. Okay. Thanks. Uh, I had one. I haven't met a ton of Celtics. Uh, 
I think it's just a numbers game, smaller roster than the rest of the teams in the city, so you're just going to bump into less of these guys. Uh, but probably early 2000s, 2002, 2003, something like that, uh, I'm in Fort Locker, Fort Locker with one of our buddies, and Gary Payton walks in. And uh, this is right after Gary Payton scored his 20,000th point. And uh, he's, everyone's like, oh, shit, that's Gary Payton, but nobody really went up to him, said, uh, said anything. Payton went over to the old, uh, like, 5 for 20 t-shirt stands that don't exist anymore, unfortunately, um, and uh, just grabbed one t-shirt because he only needed one. I'll pay 10 bucks for one because I'm fucking Gary Payton. Uh, and uh, he gets up to the counter, and the, and the, the girl at the, uh, at the register said, oh, uh, congratulations on your 2,000th point. And Gary Payton just goes, bitch, that's 20,000. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you're like, yep, that's, that's GP. That's my, that's my Celtic story. So, uh, yeah, yeah. So um, maybe a missed opportunity for photos, autographs, whatever with the Hall of Famer. But it's a story and it's funny. I'll, t- I'll take that over a signed napkin or whatever the hell we had from Gary Payton. But... Uh, that has me thinking, uh, you know, we all probably have some piece of memorabilia, uh, whether it's Celtics or another sport. Uh, so what? let's talk about your, your most valuable piece of sports memorabilia. Uh, Adam, you haven't gone first yet, so what about you? Um, I mean, it's not basketball. The most basketball-related um, sports memorabilia I have is it's a real old Jordan card. Well, now it's real old from, like, I think it's, like, 87 or something. I think he's doing uh, one of his slam dunk dunks on the photo, and... That's just a cool vintage trading card I have. Yeah, right. I don't think it's worth that much, but I mean that, that's one of those. That, Good photography, you like yeah. it. It's... Another one I have for Jordan actually is when he was wearing a jersey number forty-five, which is a pretty nice. cool card to have. Yeah, not a ton I of them. So many of those. Cool. Um, I got. Um, it's not Celtics related, but it is basketball. Uh, I used to work for a, a ticket broker, and we had tickets to teams all over the country. So you get some of the season ticket perks that come into the office. It's like, oh, who wants it? Uh, so for the Knicks, they sent a couple of their season ticket holders. I don't think they all got it, but they, they sent a few of them uh, a, uh, a framed like photo autographed by Frazier and Monroe, so two Hall of Famers. Uh, so it's a, a pretty cool piece. So I was like, yeah, I'll take that. It's probably worth a few bucks. Maybe I can put it on eBay. Put it in my closet and forgot about it until this question showed up on our agenda for today. Um, I took a peek on eBay when I did find it in my closet, and it was uh, it's it's listed for like four hundred bucks. Who knows if you can get that? It might have been up there for a year, but hey, it's a cool piece. Two Hall of Famers, even though it's the Knicks, and who really cares? And uh, another cool one I have, uh, real quick. Uh, I think I said in the first episode, I'm a I'm a bit of a wrestling nerd, so I have a giant frame. It's probably um, it's got two eight by tens, and then it's got a little piece of the ladder from a WrestleMania ladder match, and it's signed by Zack Ryder, who's my all time favorite wrestler, um, <laughs> as he's holding the belt. So. I got that. Uh, I ordered that. It was on clearance a couple months after the event. I paid like 40 bucks for it. And uh, my wife saw it and she was like, fuck no. So it's in my closet somewhere. <laughs> uh, so someday that might find its way out, but uh, maybe, maybe not. Uh, uh, gee, what about you? So for me, um, my favorite athlete of all time is probably David Ortiz, Big Poppy. Um, like I've had arguments about Ortiz versus Ted Williams with a lot of people because I'm like, none of you were here when Ted Williams played, and he doesn't have any championships. But this is a basketball pod, so I won't get into that. But I have a I have an autographed, uh, authentic David Ortiz uh, jersey, which is like my most prized sports memorabilia. Uh, I got it a couple of years back, actually, when me and uh, 
my boy Olu, who might my Olu might be on the show at some point. But um, so we both wanted to go get uh, Sox jerseys. Uh, Olu got a Daisuke Matsuzaka jersey. <laughs> when? <laughs> <laughs> and I got sorry, O, and I got the David Ortiz Big Poppy. I went the safe mm. route. We know who was a smart decision maker there, but um. My wife, uh, I found out that David Ortiz was doing an autograph signing at Olympia Sports. I told my wife, like, hey, I need you to get down there now and, like, bring this jersey and get it signed by David Ortiz. And he was kind enough to do it because he thought she looked Dominican or something like that. But they, he wasn't supposed to sign anything. They had, like, the uh, the stock placard. Yeah, like, it was like a stock placard right. postcard with the... Olympia's, yeah, yeah. Olympia, and nah, he signed that, too, actually. Oh, cool. But So I have that, too, but he also signed the... Uh, the jersey. And then the other one that I have is uh, Adam and I were at a uh, season, uh, I think we were at the open practice, mm-hmm. and they had given a, a commemorative uh, season ticket booklet, like honoring the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, maybe not, not 90s, 90s. But, but honoring like the, yeah, honoring, uh, the, the anniversary teams. Um, so it might have been in 2016, so maybe that was like 50th anniversary or 60th anniversary of the Celtics. Right. And uh, we yell out to to Mike Gorman, like, hey, Mike, hey, Mike. And Mike Gorman kind of looks back at us, and we just ask him to politely get Tommy for us to sign to sign uh, the ticket booklet. And thinking about it, we maybe should have had Mike sign it, Probably too. Probably should have Mike right? sign it. Right? You know, that would have been dope to have Mike and Tommy sign it. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Mike wasn't a player. Tommy was in it. So. Like, Tommy was in the booklet. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he definitely. Was. He definitely. So Tommy Heinsohn signing that um, was pretty cool. So those are the two sort of. Things that I own that nice. that I would point to. Uh, Trey, what do you got? So I don't have anything signed. Um, probably the most, the best thing that I have is probably like a Larry Bird warm up jersey. Nice um, warm up. Um, other than that, uh, I have Celtics Knicks tickets uh, from the Celtics first playoff game I went to. Oh cool! Uh, wait 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 a minute wait a minute wait a minute. Where'd you get that Larry Bird warm up from? I got it from. From, from you. <laughs> With, oh, yeah. That was a, that was a gift to my man Trey. Like, yo, take this. That that shit was expensive too. I think you let me have it for like forty bills. Oh, I sold it to you. Yeah, I thought I might. Not much of a gift. I thought I gave it to. You. I guess I sold it to you. Like, you could rip the name off of the back, yeah, right? Rip the name off yeah. of that. Those are sick. It is cool. Let's get him a Raja nameplate. But then, <laughs> like, I used to be much taller than Trey, and yeah. I no longer am, and. <laughs> Like, the baggy style's not necessarily in style anymore, so right. it fit him much better than he fit me. Uh, but I thought I just gave that to you out the kindness of my heart. I guess not. <laughs> <laughs> 40 bucks, though. That's a nice deal for you, man. Yeah, it was. Yeah, not, not bad. Not bad. That's uh, good, good. That's, uh, that's, that, those are pretty cool. I've seen some of those around. I don't have one, but um, I got a, a bunch of jerseys. I'm kind of, a, kind of a jersey guy. I know a few of us are. Um, Random jersey, favorite favorite jersey, or just a weird one that you got. Um, I have a Marcus Banks jersey, and I bought it at the Reebok outlet. Of course. When Reebok had the contract, and at the end of the season, they just had shit from, like, every team that they liquidate for, like, 10 or 20 bucks. Uh, so this was after Banks' rookie year. It was like, well, he's really fast, and he's really good in 2K, so he's probably going to be good. So I bought it, and wrong. Uh, Such a Danny Ainge guy. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But I, uh, I found that in the closet a couple of years ago. Uh, and was like, oh, this, this will be kind of funny to just wear this. And then I started wearing it, and they started winning games. Like, this was the year they got Isaiah. And they kept winning games when I wore it. So it kind of became my good luck charm. And 
Uh, they won some, uh, something like 15 straight games when I wore it. At the end of that streak, I started to get selective. It was like, ooh, they're playing Golden State. I'm not wearing it today. But, <laughs> but, uh, uh, but still, it, it kind of became a little bit of a good luck charm. I retired it, then brought it back, then retired it again. So it's still kicking around. Um, and uh, there's also an authentic Antoine jersey, which is, I guess is now a Kemba. So that's uh, that's in the closet, too. But that's a uh, 90s, uh, early 2000s baggy style. So it goes down mm-hmm. to 90s. Um, uh, Trey, what about, what about you? One thing I remember getting from G way, way back um, was uh, Portland Trailblazers uh, Rasheed Wallace jersey. Awesome. I love the Did I sell it to you? No, you just probably had it lying around from like back in the day. Okay, I remember remember I sold jerseys. That's probably the craziest, like, like unique one I have. Other than that, I just have Celtics jerseys, like Paul Pierce jersey. Mm -hmm. About it. Nice. I have a. uh, So my dad brought me back. Uh, LeBron jersey from the Vegas All Star game. Oh, whatever year that was. Uh-huh. I've never. It still has a tag on it. I've never worn it. It's just been in my closet. It was super expensive. I don't know why he bought it for me, but I have that LeBron jersey. Um, and then I have a like a triple X replica Celtics jersey with like not you know not like sleeved but like the sleeves are kind of like go all like the it's go like to the, your shoulders yeah, so like the full yeah shoulders. yeah and it's yeah. like it's number 46 My like that. it's number 46 um there's no name on the back uh-huh. uh Brad Stevens signed it at a season ticket event um i think the 46 symbolizes first year of the okay league, first the Celtics, yeah, first yeah. year of something but it was so random but Brad Stevens signed it he might even wrote like poison purpose or something <laughs> what what is <laughs> what is cliches on it Nice. Yeah, but that's a random one, the LeBron one, and then uh, I I got rid of my Ray Allen. Uh, I think I still have I a still Ray have Allen a white. I have Bucks. a white Kyrie still. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think yeah. I, think yeah. I got a Bucks Ray Allen. You can always fix that. I can uh, tell. Little Cantor. Little tape. Turn yeah. into a Enos Or a Turner. I have I have a, a, a Turner <laughs> number one. Uh, love me some Turner. Big uh, baby. <laughs> Big baby. You can't tell. I like the obscure dudes because I don't know. I'm not. There's something wrong with me. Uh, Adam, what do you got? Um, I think my, actually one of my favorite jerseys that I have is uh, I bought myself a present for my 30th birthday with a authentic Reggie Lewis. Okay, that uh, one's yeah. awesome. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Uh, the first time I saw you wearing that, I didn't even know you had it, but we yeah. were at a game together and you take off your jacket and there's a Reggie Lewis shirt. I'm like, holy <laughs> shit, where do you get that? Yeah, that's uh, that's definitely my most favorite, favorite jersey I have. He was walking in slow motion. <laughs> time, time froze. Thirty-five tickets. So yeah, um, no, I, I wear the Reggie to select games. Yeah, but, uh, it's it's like your banks to me. Yeah, uh, I forgot. A little, little bit better. I also have a Scottie Pippen jersey as well. What team? Bulls. Had a Bulls jersey. Nice. Um, awesome. But it has a stain on it, so yeah. that happens. The thing's older than you, so. Yeah, it's all right. I haven't seen someone rocking You sell, rockin you sell that to him, too? No, I don't think so. I've never owned the Bulls jersey. John Green gave me that. Okay. Uh, so, going from, from jerseys to just uniforms in general, a uh, lot of nice ones across the league. Past, present, what's your favorite? Uh, I'll go first. I haven't led yet. Uh, I love the Hawks unis. The current Hawks that everybody hates. I'm the guy who likes them. Especially the red ones with that weird ass pattern on the front and a little bit of lime green. Like, give me bright colors. Give me something unique. Give me something that looks kind of nineties ish. Um, give me that. Or uh, I also love the uh, the Raptors uh, dinosaur jersey. Uh, 
anything like that, anything kind of different is is kind of my thing. Um, Gee, what about you? Circa '95 Magic jerseys, like obviously I black bought one. Pinstripes. The black pinstripe ones are well, sick. The white ones or the blue ones, and I feel like the Magic were like one of the first teams to have three different jerseys. The alternate, yeah. yeah, to have the alternate. But like those, those were definitely my favorites. Um, the '90s jerseys were like hit or miss. Like I think the Raptors were. I kind of came around on the Raptors. Uh-huh. I still hate the Rockets one. The Vancouver Grizzlies ones were nice. Yeah, the Grizzlies were nice like colors. big country, uh, <laughs> yeah, rocking that. those. But the yeah the the Rockets one with like the cartoonish rocket, I hated those. A lot um, going on with those. There were there were some other funky nineties ones, um, but no, my favorites the, were. What about the the green box one with like like the giant buck on it? Yeah, the giant buck. <laughs> yeah, and the, I like that. Like, like a cartoon. Like, I'm not a oh. fan of the Pistons one with the horse on it. I like that. Some, too. Yeah, some people are, like, but I, I'm not really a big fan of those. Uh, you you, you want to see some yeah. weird ass '90s jerseys, and you guys aren't really hockey guys. Look at some of the '90s hockey thirds. Like they're ridiculous. <laughs> I love most of them, but you see those and you're like, oh, that's. That's why Mark loves all this weird <laughs> shit. Um, so, yeah. uh, Zach Lowe did a uh, column. I wish I could bring it back up, but they had a ranking system for like best best uniforms in the NBA. Um, and I think the Green Celtics jersey might have been number one. It's a good one. It's it's basic, but it still has character. It has its own color. Yeah. Um, you know, it's the Celtic green is pretty unique. It's you know not like you know my least favorite in the league. Those. Goddamn Brooklyn, gold. those goddamn Brooklyn Nets jerseys. Like, call me when you finish the design. On those purple and gold together is uh, terrible. Yeah, I've just yuck. been looking at it for so long. It's awful. I, I like the like the Magic or the Kobe era ones. Yeah. Then when they switched it to like the more shoulder jerseys, mm-hmm. they just don't look right. And when the Lakers wore white for their alternate, it yeah. just looked wrong to me. Uh, so I will say though they went back to like their classics last year almost with uh-huh. like the double, the double numbers. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah, I I, I can't lie. I kind of like the double numbers. It's sharp. Font, it's kind of classic. Purple and gold makes me want to throw. Their uh, their home uni <laughs> isn't white, which is unique to them pretty yeah, much. Right. Um, but you can't tell because they won't turn the, they won't turn the lights on in their building. Um, Adam, what's your favorite? Um, I mean I'm a homer, guys. So Celtics green, baby. Celtics green. Yeah. Worst yeah. jerseys, Lakers, purple and gold. Like, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Celtics green, though, like the font, like the, the Bill Russell era font mm-hmm. or I'll, like the Bird um, era font? You know, um. Give me Bird. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I like the Bird eras, man. I mean, I always like the vintage ones. I love when, uh, I think, when Ray Allen broke um the threes record against the Lakers at the Garden. I think we were wearing those jerseys when he did. So, I, I, the, the 60s era yeah, like, so I, I love those I like man. those but like oh, those are sick just the yeah the old school bird ones the, I, I the like current ones, too, ones though the font just to me comes off it's like kind of like blocky a little yeah. bit like, it's classic but like you know they, they put Boston back on it mm-hmm. but it just seems like sometimes I don't know it's, it, it looks a little different I like I like the Russell ones but yeah. overall like you said just yeah. See's... green Celtics Trey <laughs> uh, so I appreciate a classic Celtics jersey yeah, I'm gonna go with the Miami Vice jersey. Oh, um, I just think, I just think it's mad fresh. I just think Miami Vice jersey is probably one of the best jerseys currently in the league. And so. I'm I'm in for like a good mix of like the hot pink, electric blue. Uh, I love that color scheme. I have uh, I have a pair of LeBrons that are that color. 
Um, I'm not a big sneakerhead, so I don't know what LeBrons they are, LeBron Elites or something, but they're they're like my favorite sneakers. I pretty much run them into the ground at this point because they're like five years old. From New Jersey to the floor plan. Everything, you know, yeah. I, it's like, just, I like the Miami Knicks. Teams don't use that color. It's uh, it's great. I, uh, I'm a big uh, I'm a big fan. Um, so speaking of that, what about the uh, best basketball sneaker? Um, you got a you got a favorite? Uh, I got the the LeBrons, and I got the questions. Uh, I I still have a few pairs of questions in my closet. So, uh, me, it's either I mean it's take your pick out of the Jordan, 11, 12s, or thirteens. The elevens um, are nice too. I still got a pair of elevens yeah, in the, black and red. Yeah, the eleven Concords are like probably the gold standard of of basketball sneakers. Wow. Like those are sick. Um, but yeah, any, any of those, take your pick of those Jordans. Even though now, like, they make them differently. So they're not as comfortable as they used to be. Right. Yeah, um, yeah. But just in terms of style, like, those J's, give, give me give me a pick out of those. And obviously the ones. But it would have to be a pair of Jordans that are the best for me. I don't know what you guys think. but Sure. Uh, yeah. Uh, gave mine. Uh, Trey, what do you got? So for basketball, like, for playing basketball, I've worn, like, hyper dunks. But other than that, I mean, I've had Reebok, Common Cases, those are kind of cool. The questions. The questions, the questions are good. Um, questions are kind of heavy, but they're they're good to, to play in if you can get past the weight. Uh, I actually, I have a pair of KDs that are really good yeah. to play in. They're super light. Like, they don't weigh a thing. So I just I got my daughter are. a pair of the new, latest KDs yeah. for basketball camp. Nice. Um, so... Yeah, I got a pair of those. I like them. Uh, She's a girly girl, so she didn't want basketball sneakers. But once she put them on and like, right, there, it's a piece of sports. Yeah, she like she like for her. It's yeah. got it's got to serve a purpose. Even um, though nobody fucks with Kyrie really anymore Kyrie's, for Boston, his sneakers are pretty good. I still I gotta, fuck I, with Kyrie, man. I feel yeah, guilty about it, I, but I I don't. But he's uh, still one of my favorites. I got a pair of Kyrie's too. I, 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 I got like a couple too. pairs of Kyrie's. Kyrie I can't lie, the SpongeBob's was was kind of dope. The Wheaties. The Wheaties, all the cereals. <laughs> but I can't be buying yeah. The sixes that the Kyrie sixes that are coming out look look pretty sick actually. Yeah. Like for the for the youth, like elementary school, grade school, like the Kyries are like what they're on right now. Yeah. You nice. know? Uh Adam, you got one? Yeah, so um obviously I love seeing someone play in some elevens, man, especially when they, they get them with their team colors. Oh, um, yeah. that's kinda why I love you know, one of the reasons why I love Ray playing here, because he always had the fire kicks yeah. for any game, you never wore the same kicks twice, which is yeah. was so great. But I want to say the most impressive player that I've seen wear a pair of sneakers is how the hell did Ray Rasheed Wallace play in Air Force Ones? <laughs> Rasheed <laughs> Wallace could have probably played in some Tims. He probably could have. Straight up. Played Rasheed Wallace was that dude in oh. Tims. Oh, black Air Forces. Oh, he wore the highs. The strap was up <laughs> everywhere. Like, oh. I don't know how. I mean, Air Forces, like, you know, we all used to wear them. Playing basketball on them, uh, I couldn't do Oof. anything athletic. When, when Jordan came out with the uh, the packs, like and the the sneaker number equal twenty three, so it was like mm-hmm. the tens and the thirteens came out, uh-huh. and the elevens and the twelves came out. And I think I sold Adam a pair. I think I sold you a pair of the eleven, yeah, the black and red eleven. Still had those. Those are sick. Still I wish I never those. sold those. <laughs> I wish I never. There's a chance sold to make a nice return on those. Yeah, nah, I think I've sold everybody here or something. I don't know. Maybe not you. Mike. Maybe not. I, I mean, there might be something way back in the day, but uh, nothing's coming to mind. Um, Sick, those 11s. All right, so 
Uh, jumping from uh, from apparel, let's talk a little bit about teams. Uh, you know, we're, obviously we're all Celtics fans, but are there any other teams that you follow? Do you have a second favorite team? I mean, I do. I, I like the Hawks. Um, I always root for the Celtics over the Hawks, for the record. But like, I'll follow them. Any team, uh, any team that they've had throughout really my lifetime, I've I've liked a group of guys on the team. Whether it's the Dominique Hawks, or a little later with like uh, Mookie Blaylock and Stacey Ogman, or you know the uh, the Corver Horford Teague team that was really good for a little while, um, and then right now they're uh, they're looking like they have a, a pretty good fun team to watch. They're going to be definitely a, a league pass favorite, uh, and uh, I think they're going to make the playoffs this year. Uh, anyone else got a another team you like? So I tend to gravitate towards the teams that don't have as many stars that aren't doing well, uh-huh. uh, because if you're doing well, then you're in the Celtics way. So I don't tend okay. to like those teams. Gotcha. Um, but the Hawks, Grizzlies, Pelicans, those will probably be some good league pass teams. Um, Grizzlies, Jaron Jackson, uh, John Morant. Um, yeah, I like to see those teams play. Pelicans with Lonzo, Zion. They, they probably right. got a nice squad. Yeah. Yeah, so more kind of players who are fun to watch, not so much any kind of specific interest in a team, yeah. regardless of who they have. Um, all right, uh, Adam, what about you? Yeah, um, this probably changes for me every year because, you know, obviously rosters change like the weather in Boston. Um, so I probably, this year I'm leaning towards, I like how the Magic are set up, man. Like, they're a long, really long team. You know, I'm curious to see how good Aaron Gordon is really going to be. And, I mean, he's progressed, you know, a little bit every other year. So this year I think is, what's his third, fourth year? Um, I think he could take a big jump, and I'm curious to see how a team, like, they just build differently. They're long. Like, they have, like, three guys that could go from three-pointer to three-pointer on the baseline. Like, so I'm, that's, that's one team that, yeah. I'm, that I'm interested in this year. Cool. Yeah, for me, it's usually these days built around who's on my fantasy team. Okay. So if I got you on my fantasy team, I'm probably going to, like, want to watch you play and root for you. But um, the Kings could be interesting. Vlade Divac yeah. said they're yeah. a super team. Just oh, God. he said they're a super team that's like a year away from being a super team. I wouldn't go that far, but they got De'Aaron Fox, they got uh Marvin Bagley, Buddy Hill. Like they passed up on Luka Doncic though, which is Bogdanovich. They got Bogdanovich now. Um, they could be an interesting team um, to watch because De- uh, De'Aaron Fox is is really exciting. Uh, player and you know you know nowadays like you said usually you're kind of following players versus teams especially when players switch teams so often but I like watching Carl Anthony Towns as well he is on my fantasy team uh, uh-huh. <laughs> my keeper league uh, were you drafting him for this year or for four years from now <laughs> four years ago I drafted him for now right. and he's just pretty good along the way but yeah league pass you know the league pass specials for me are just kind of like I like Devin Booker yeah, uh, I think he's he's a really good player. Um, this year, I'm probably going to be watching a lot of the Nets just to see them fail. And uh, <laughs> yeah, but mostly right. it's the Celtics. Yeah, yeah, sure. Really. Uh, all right, so uh, mostly Celtics. Well, what, uh, what's your best Celtics memory? Uh, Trey, you've only gone first once, so have at it. Best Celtics memory, um, probably when I went to the Celtics Knicks game, 2013 playoffs. Okay. Just the atmosphere. I mean, being there with Knicks fans and the trash talk, all that. I think we won the game that day. Um, so when we left, 
the garden, we were talking trash back. Um, but that probably was my best game. And that series as a whole was a great series. Yeah. That comeback, right. you know, versus the Knicks, that last, sort of that last hoorah versus the right. Knicks. And then after that, Carmelo didn't do much after that. Right. You know, after the Celtics dismantled, so. Yeah. Um, so for uh, for mine, it's uh, early 2000s. Uh, it's the comeback against the Nets. Mm-hmm. It was, at the time, the biggest comeback in NBA history. I remember that. Uh, playoff yep. history. Uh, I was at Good Times watching it. R.I.P. Good Times. <laughs> good Times. Uh, and uh, they were down, whatever it was, 30 <clears throat> points or so. And they start to creep back a little bit, and you start to get the feeling like, this is real. Like, this might happen. Mm-hmm. You're watching the game, and it's like, good times for anyone who doesn't remember is this giant kind of divey sports bar arcade complex. So there were a ton of people there. So it's almost a hybrid of, like, watching it on TV and watching it and being at the game. There's right. a bunch of people there, a yeah. bunch of fans cheering with you. So, so it was a cool atmosphere. So that definitely helped. And uh, it was in Somerville. It was about 10 minutes from the Garden. So they uh, when they won, uh, the, me and the guy I was with were like, we got to go down there. So we drive down to the garden. We see all the fans going nuts in the streets. We're like, that's it. The series is over. They're, get, they're going to the finals. They're going to get steamrolled by the Lakers. But they go into the finals. They didn't win another game. They lost the series in six. And, uh, nope. They uh, lost three straight, right? Yeah. Pretty sure, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they lost yeah. three straight. That was that's the last when game. I first was like starting to watch. Yeah, that was the last game they won that year. A pissed off Celtics fan <laughs> as, oh. as a kid. Yeah, because there were a couple of us who were talking about like, hey, if they go to the finals, like, maybe go to L.A. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I'm not going to LA. I don't need to see uh, you know Jason Kidd play in LA. So, uh, <laughs> uh, what about uh, what about Key? What's your uh, best Celtics memory? I have a couple. Um, being at the watch party when we got the number one pick in the draft two years ago, that was fun. That was exciting. Um, <clears throat> being at the championship parade uh, in 08 and everyone chanting defense when Tom Thibodeau <laughs> went by, that was pretty cool. Um, being at, luckily I was able to go to a finals game against the Lakers, uh, the year that we won it. Um, my wife, well, my girlfriend at the time, I think it was like her first Celtics game. Oh, wow. And it was at like the finals. So, finals. so since then she thinks, you know, she's only going to show up when like we're in the finals or something like right. that. Um, but also, I think Adam and I were in the garden when we clinched to go to the to the uh, finals that year. No, that was in um, the next time we went to the finals. Okay. When we beat Orlando. Okay, yeah. I just remember, like, jumping on my chair, chit, and beat L.A. Like, I was super excited. So that, that was, those were great. Um, Might have been there when Reggie, when uh, Ray Allen dropped, like, 50 against the Bulls in the playoffs or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Um, just a ton of good Celtics memories, man. Some heartbreak, too. Along the way, of course. We'll but. get there next. What do, what do you got, Adam? Um, I mean, I was actually gonna say my my favorite memory at the Garden would be the Eastern Conference Finals when we beat the Magic to get to the finals in uh, 2010, I believe. Um, <clears throat> but actually, thinking back, like the funnest game I've ever been to was probably it was a playoff game against the Pistons. I think it was the least scoring game oh, in NBA hit. playoff history. I, was, I was there. Shot yeah, and, you were there, yeah. Stackhouse hit a three yeah. down by two at 48 minutes and one second of that game. Yeah. It went, I think it went glass and in. Yep. And I was yep. watching that on TV, and I didn't even react to it because I was like, oh, it's so clearly late. But there was a legitimate concern that they lost yeah. the game. Yeah. <laughs> My most telling memories of that game are having a... Uh, 
an adult beverage in my Sprite cup, and at some point in the game, Holy hell, you know, that was that long ago. Yeah, at, at, <laughs> at some point in the game, there was a timeout, and you know how you know the, the, the PA guy is trying to get everyone to go nuts. Everyone's going nuts, and there's this guy about eight rows back from us that's like dressed exactly like fucking eighty-five Larry Bird, <laughs> and he has the handle, the mustache, everything, and the whole section is just. Screaming out, Larry, 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 yeah. and it was just, it was a, it was a, it was a crazy game. And the the other part that I remember is that, going real quick, going back from that game, we were coming back home. Um, I think one of our buddies parked near a train station, and when we got back to his car, the keys of his car were in his trunk, like in the keyhole of his trunk, which was oh, right was behind. That? Uh, was that Jeff? Jeff, yeah, right yeah. behind Ruggles Station. Uh-huh. Oh, right behind Rebel Station. He left his keys in his trunk. <laughs> yes. <laughs> wow. Yes. So, um, and the car was still there, obviously, when we got back. Which nice. Was, which well, was another miracle. But. <laughs> Shocked that one up to good fortune. Yep. Uh, all right, I'm going to come right back at you, uh, at Adam, for worst Celtics memory. Uh, worst Celtic memory, um, blown game seven against the Lakers. Good one. Yep. Uh, nothing else needs to be said. Trey, what do you got? That's, that's mine. It was yeah. in 2010. I think yeah. I stayed at the ceiling for like 30 minutes straight. Yeah, because they had that. They had the game, too. Uh It wasn't like they just got beat. Like, they had it through three quarters. Yeah, that one one and maybe Gordon Hayward going down. Mm. Just because it, like, took the air out of the most anticipated season in in years. They played well against Golden State before they got Hayward. Now you're like, they should win the East, and they can beat Golden State. They got another yeah. star, and then five minutes into the season, you're like, I had just sub- I had over. just settled into my seat. Like I cracked open a beer. I'm opening up my laptop. I take a sip, and it's like I just think I text Adam like, "No," <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with just yeah. O's, like yeah. fifty O's, man. Uh-huh. Oh, but man. but but it yeah. would have to be blowing that that fourteen point lead. Mine's uh, mine's a little earlier. I remember this. I was watching the game with my dad. I remember the game when Reggie Lewis collapsed against Charlotte. Mm. Yeah, that's, um, that's tough. So, like, I, I have a vivid memory of that. Yep. And then I remember hearing, yeah. obviously, that he passed a couple months later. Um, still remember yeah. where I was. I was up at, you know, a cottage in New Hampshire that we used to rent out. So we were kind of cut off from the world at that mm-hmm. time. We had no cable or anything. My parents were in town, uh, just, like, out for a couple of drinks, you know, shut down the town at 10 o'clock, uh, come home, and they're like, oh, Reggie Lewis died. And I'm like, what? Oh. <laughs> like, that's how I found out. So, nice. so that's my worst Celtics yeah. memory. And uh, it yeah. really is more because I remember watching the game when it happened yeah. um, against uh, against Charlotte. And I believe that was the series I lost to Charlotte, too. Yep. Um, that was the game winner. Yeah. Um, series winner. All right. So let's, uh, let's go uh, a little uh, lightning round kind of uh, stuff. Uh, give me a, a Celtic and a non-Celtic, if you got them. A uh, player you thought would be great or good, at least good. Uh, that ended up not being any good. Uh, Trey, what about you? So, greatest, um, let me see. So the player that I thought would be good yeah, was but not was. I would say Stanley Johnson. Okay. Um, I thought he was <laughs> going to be pretty good. Um, I, I kind of wanted to take him. I think he got picked eighth by the Pistons. Uh-huh. Um, Jalen Brown got picked third. I remember thinking, well, if we can't get like Jalen Brown or Jamal Murray, Thought maybe we had slight interest for trade purposes and Chris Dunn. Sure. So I was thinking if we can't get any of those guys, then perhaps guy Stanley Johnson would be get him and keep a him. good player. Yeah. So, but I mean he hasn't fared out too well. No. I think now he's just going to be on another team. Yeah. yeah. Because we're going lightning round, I'll try to make it a little quick. I thought Jim Jackson was going to be a great player. He was good. Um, 
I bought a lot of stock in Jim Jackson yeah. rookie cards. Um, and oh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that good. Literally, literally and figuratively, I bought a ton of stock in Jim Jackson rookie cards and also Ron Mercer. I yeah, thought Ron Mercer was going to be like, when we got Billups and Mercer, I thought Mercer was going to be like the next great shooting guard. The next in great the NBA. Kentucky player, uh, yeah. And so th- those are my two. I got uh, for Celtics. Uh, I thought Kedrick Brown was going to be really good. Uh, we hear we hear urban legends of like someone putting a twenty dollar bill on top of the backboard and he jumps up and grabs it. It's like cool. This guy must be good at basketball. He wasn't. Uh, he was great in two K though. That one year when he was, I think, I think a rookie year. In junior college. And then mm-hmm. the uh, the guy who it was my first ever like draft man crush. Uh, I believe it was the ninety four draft, so I was like eleven years old. I thought Yinkadere was going to be a beast. <laughs> Me too. And uh, I got a Yinkadere card. And he went. Uh, the first, I think, 58 games of his career without getting an assist. Um, he had four assists in, like, 78 career games or something like that, and uh, he was just absolutely brutal. Um, Adam, what about you? Yeah, I had um, Kedrick Brown was actually one of mine um, that I thought would be great. Um, 3.6 points a game, obviously he wasn't that great. Um, <laughs> another guy that I, that I had that I liked back in the day that was really good was, uh, well, wasn't really good, was uh, Greg Miner. I thought Greg Miner was going to be, I think he was in the slam dunk contest one year, and was he? He was a wow. he was a high flyer for us, and then you know injuries took their toll. Um, as far as non-Celtic guys that I thought would be great, um, the only one I could really think of was kind of gave me the culture shock as to how good you really have to be to be in the NBA because. You know, back when back in my young days, I thought Bill Curley was going to be a solid NBA player. Yeah, <laughs> yep. Um, from big man from Boston College. The house that Bill know. Curley built. Yeah. yeah. So, um, he had some big wins in college, but uh, elite eight, right? Elite I think, eight. I think they beat North Carolina one year, but yeah. um, yeah, it didn't turn out too well. Uh, all right. Um, does anybody remember the first Celtics game you've been to? Um, nineteen ninety one against the Hornets. Nice. Celtics, Knicks. Celtics, Knicks. I don't remember. You don't remember? No. Mine was, I can't remember the year, I think it was 1990, 1991 around there, uh, against the Warriors when the new ball played, he hit a three. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, I was like, who the hell is that guy? He's really tall. That's awesome. Um, all right. Uh, a little bit off of basketball for uh, for a bit. Uh, concerts. Uh, what's the best concert you've ever been to? Uh, Gene, you want to start? Jay-Z, Reasonable Doubt, 10th anniversary uh, show at Radio City Music Hall. Um, it was an intimate show, like live cool. live music, and they had an open hypnotic bar. Nice. <laughs> Excellent. Dre? Um, I haven't been to too many concerts, so I'd say T.I., Fat Joe. Okay. It was a pretty decent concert. I'm sure that's not on the top of anybody's list, but next. Yeah. Um, Where'd you get to mine? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, Jay-Z, Justin Timberlake at Fenway Park. That's, just... that's cool. Yeah, never been to the show. Yeah, uh, for me, uh, I have two. Uh, I tend to split my music between like hip hop and non hip hop because I listen to everything. Um, Metric at the Orpheum, like my favorite band, Canadian rock band. Uh, Orpheum's a great venue if you haven't been. Uh, and then uh, for hip hop, uh, I crossed one off the bucket list when a couple of months ago I saw Cannabis at the Shaskeen in Manchester, New Hampshire. Uh, that dude was like a god to me when I was in my late teens. So um, I remember the Cannabis versus DMX debates. Oh yeah, it was, it was it was no debate. One of them has good lyrics, and one of them doesn't. Um, so uh, anyone got like a bucket list concert, living or dead, just someone you want to see. Uh, for me, like I said, I crossed off cannabis. So for me, it's got to be either Razkaz or Resurrect Led Zeppelin. I need to see him. Uh, yeah, we'll go the other way. Adam, what do you got? Uh, notorious, Notorious B.I.G. Okay. Yeah, I would like to see a Biggie Tupac. 
I was kind of joking when I said this, but I really think maybe Michael Jackson circa 84. Uh, That'll do it. Thriller. And yeah. Seeing girls pass right. out and everyone going nuts. I actually think I would have liked that. Right. Um, all right, cool. So uh, staying, uh, staying on music, uh, hopefully you guys are ready for this. Uh, if you don't have five, that's fine, but top five albums. Uh, let's start with Trey and then go around. All right, so I think we all probably could do this sort of collectively. You're probably going to take some from each other. Uh, ready to Die, Notorious mm-hmm. B.I.G. Um, let's see. Reasonable Doubt. Jay Z, um, I'd say Miseducation of Lauren Hill. Yeah, I, like that. I like that one because she only came out with one, but yet it's still it's you know, still, still yeah, pretty good. Still relevant twenty five um, years later. That's three. Um, I didn't really think of five. Anybody okay. counting me to like? Yeah, gee, what about you? Uh, Life after death is one of my favorite albums. I mean, I'm East Coast mm, hip hop type of dude. Um, it was written. Nas' second album, um, Blueprint. Uh, um, we can go with uh, Capital Punishment, Big Pun. Okay. That oh, was yeah. a good one. Um, Infamy, Mob Deep, uh, Clemini, Outcast. Uh, the Scarface, The Fix was a good one for That's me. A good one. Um, the Chronic. Wow. The Chronic was dope. Um, there's, there's a lot I got, of them. I'm, I'm I, got sure a, I, got, I got a Nas hot take. I like Stillmatic more than Illmatic. That's a hot take. Yeah. That's I, a hot I, take. I, not to say Illmatic's bad. I love Stillmatic. Um, it wasn't one of the ones I put on my, my list, but uh, for me, it's Razkaz, Soul on Ice. Uh, it's Sound Bombing 2, uh, probably the best compilation CD ever. The raucous roster in 99 was just ridiculous. Um, Waking the Fallen by Avenged Sevenfold. I'm sure that's all your thing. Uh, Trivium Ascendancy is a good one, and then throw in another one. Uh, pick a metric album. I don't know. Live it out. Fine. Um, all right. Now that I guess alienated myself from everyone, uh, Adam, what do you got? Yeah, um, mine was pretty similar to G's and Trey's. Um, sorry, Mark. Um, have to go with Reasonable Doubt, Blueprint. Um, Aquaman and I was definitely one of the, the albums on my list. Um, Probably Jay Z Volume One. I really like. There's some songs on the album that I, I really like, and uh, CNN War Report. All right, CNN. CNN. <laughs> one thing I like about CNN is it has Tragedy Gaddafi on a few so- songs. You might know him as the one who yeah. is better than the other guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, his uh, he's been around for like 25 years. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. Uh, all right, awesome. Uh, what about uh, jumping into other forms of entertainment? Uh, recommend a TV show. Anyone got anything? Gotta watch Blacklist. Yeah. I don't really have anything. No? All right. I got black-ish. Okay. Uh, for me, it's uh, Timeless. It's still in my uh, my Twitter handle, hashtag Save Timeless. Uh, bring it back. Uh, one of my all-time favorite I shows. I still watch Jeopardy. Yeah? Nice. Yeah. Um, all right. Ellen, and, Ellen's Game of Games. Yeah. And, <laughs> that was weird. My daughter loves Ellen Game of Games, and nice. I watch it with her. Uh, and we'll uh, uh, now jump back into uh, into basketball. Uh, favorite basketball movie? Uh, gee, what do you got? Blue Chips. Blue Chips. Penny Hardaway. Nick Nolte, Shaquille O'Neal, Boosters. If I leave school, does my mom get to keep her house? (laughs) (laughs) That was a good one. Blue chips. Uh, (laughs) Trey, what about you? So there's um, White Men Can't Jump, um, Loving Basketball. But I would say growing up, for me, it was like Mike. (laughs) (laughs) See, people were probably laughing at me for that. But like Mike. I mean, the dude wanted to be like Michael Jordan. He Uh wore the shoes. uh, The movie had... A bunch of NBA players in it, so it was a real cool movie. 
I'm, as a kid. I'm not laughing at you for picking like Mike. I haven't seen it. I'm just laughing because I'm like, holy shit, you're young. Little bow wow. <laughs> Everybody might clown bow wow nowadays. But White men can't jump. We nowadays. were clowning them back yeah, then. Yeah. White men can't jump. The Food, foods either. that start with the letter Q. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, Adam, what do you got? Um, rebound. The Earl Manigault story. I think that was a. It was a. I'm sure, it was a low budget movie, but it was a. It was a pretty good movie, guys. I mean. I used to watch it a lot before Uncut came on on BET late at night. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> okay, I, I'm, I'm understanding it now. Yeah, uh, haven't, uh, I haven't seen that one, but uh, from, from mine, in case you can't tell, I'm that 90s guy. Uh, I love The Sixth Man. Uh, Washington Huskies basketball, because let's focus the movie on that. Uh, their superstar player dies and comes back as a ghost and helps them win the championship. They played UMass in the championship, so it tells you exactly when that was made. It was mm-hmm. between... 94 and 96, uh, and uh, the, it's the, the redeeming part at the end. The, the guy who dies is obviously a huge ball hog, as any star in a 90s basketball movie is, mm-hmm. and uh, Marlon Wayans throws up a half-court shot to win the game, and the ghost comes in, he's like, I got it! He's like, eh, no! Let it go! And it goes in, and they win, and he did it by himself. Uh, Speaking of which, the worst the worst that I've seen is Juana Man. <laughs> I haven't seen that. Juana Man was, was terrible. <laughs> And Thunderstruck, I might have seen some of that. Uh, Slam Dunk okay. Ernest was bad. Ooh. No no one said uh, Space Jam, huh? I like Space Jam. Oh, wow. Space Jam was cool. I yeah. like Space Jam. I like Celtic Pride. Uh, little note here, because we cut this piece Celtic out. Pride. I have a Celtic Pride DVD signed by Scal, because what else represents Celtic Pride but more than uh, uh, more than Scal? Uh, Nobody said Uncle totally Drew. Totally forgot about Space Jam. Uncle Drew. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, <Yeah>. And... <laughs> So, uh, jumping from movies to uh, to Old video games, nuts. what's the best basketball video game? I have my favorite. My favorite is for Genesis, Coach K College Basketball. It played just like NBA Live, but it was college. It had that UMass team with Marcus Camby. It didn't have the player names. It had the numbers, but you had like Ray Allen on UConn. For some reason, UNC was not in the game, but it was still great. Mm. And uh, you could have a, a six-point play, because if you got hit with a play, good foul while you hit a three, you got three free throws on the <laughs> so, uh, double, double dribble was fun. Yeah, that's a good one. I'm aging myself. Whatever the NCAA game with uh, Ray Felton on the cover, mm-hmm. that was sick that year yeah. at college at UMass. Um, the NBA Live game with uh, Tim Hardaway on the cover. Mm-hmm. I think it was live 98. 98. That was the uh, first one with a three-point contest. I yeah, that, exactly. Yeah. That and, one. Uh, i got to give you some extra love for putting this on Twitter, but you picked the Saturn cover. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was I was the Sega, I I was the Sega guy. I, wasn't, I had Saturn. I was Sega I mean, and Xbox. The three of us had Saturn. Yeah. I wasn't Nintendo uh, and PlayStation. I, yeah, I was so, definitely Sega Saturn. Uh, I would say the live series from like 02 to like 09. Okay, yeah. I, like, I started good. really playing 2K and like 2K7 with yeah. Shaq on the um, yeah, so, I mean, my favorite basketball game was the first 2K that came out. That was just, like... It was groundbreaking. Dreamcast? Yeah. yeah. Wasn't that on yeah. Dreamcast? Yeah, that was a pretty... That with was a pretty green, good... With the green arrow free throws? Yeah. And, and if a guy's a bad free throw shooter, the balance is off? Yeah, I really um, liked that game. Yeah. Um, also, uh, the game that had me fall in love with basketball, Tecmo Basketball for Nintendo, uh, I would have to... Full you license. Know, yeah, you couldn't save... Back then. You couldn't save the game, so you had to leave it on all day, and hopefully no one shut it off at night so you could continue, but that really happened. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I had a, a couple of responses from this on uh, on Instagram. Uh, one from uh, from Jeff St. Peter zero one two nine. He agrees with Trey. Uh, he said uh, NBA Live 05, the one with Mellow on the cover, mm-hmm. because it had the best dunk contest and the best three point contest. Uh, and then we got um, 
Uh, we got Bobby's uh, 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 input on that too. Uh, he said NBA uh, NBA Action '95, uh, and uh, he said because that was the precursor to to 2K, uh, and it was um, and it had Marv Albert doing the playback life, and you can go into the options and you can just play the sounds of Marv Albert going yes over and over again. So uh, <laughs> so a couple of dark horses there. Um, all right, so uh, we're uh, we're running low on time, so we're gonna just wrap it up with uh, another one from Twitter. Uh, Olu actually asked us. Olu got a shout out earlier. Uh, what's your favorite? What's your favorite Boston championship? Uh, Got to be the first Pat Super Bowl against the Rams because we I'd never seen a championship in Boston. That was the first one. Yeah. So uh, I gotta go with that. Yeah, I was at school when that one went down, and whole UMass Amherst went crazy. Um, so that was definitely memorable. Nobody thought we was gonna pull out that game. But I would say um, had to be the Celtics championship in 08. Okay. That that game was like a party. Like, they were up 30 points, and you knew they, it was just going to happen. Um, um, G, what about this, you? This conversation is my favorite thing about being from Boston, where you can, like, pick what your favorite championship was. And yeah. You can, like, think about it. Like, some of them hey, was, which one is my favorite? They cheered. Some of, them are cha- some of them are big, and some of them are like, yeah, it's just another championship. <laughs> they were like, like the Sox the Rockies. I mean, this was this wasn't a championship, and when the Sox came back in '04 to beat the Yankees, that was like crazy. Yeah. But for me, my favorite Boston championship is Malcolm Butler interception at the goal line to beat the uh, Seahawks right after the Flate Gate. The Pats hadn't won a title in ten years. You know, everyone's trying to dump on New England, dump on the Patriots. Like you thought it was over, they were just gonna hand the ball to Beast Mode, and it was a wrap. And Malcolm Butler gets the interception and. That was my favorite. Yeah, for for me, it's uh, it's the Bruins, uh, because at that time, every other team had won. Celtics won, Sox won a couple, Patriots won a couple, and we're just sitting here as a Bruins fan thinking this team is never going to win anything. <laughs> They're always that we we get to the playoffs, that's good enough. We'll get a couple of extra gates and we're done. Um, and they yeah. won the cup, and when Chara put that cup up higher than it's ever been, <laughs> I was like, holy shit, this actually happened. Yeah, uh, it was uh, it was crazy. So. Um, I was watching a decade of dominance, uh, and that DVD is already ten years old. Oh so <laughs> we we are we already into the second decade of dominance. Wow, yeah. yep. crazy! That's how long it's been. Uh, so we have one on here that we're not going to really have time for, but we had a uh, best thing about Boston. Uh, so I think we can all agree the championships. And uh, the next best thing about Boston, the Section Five podcast. So that'll <laughs> yep, do it for, for us. Sure, and, yeah. uh, Follow us, uh, like us on, on Facebook, and uh, and we'll uh, we'll be back soon with some uh, some more basketball talk. Peace. Later. See you.